I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Have you been thinking of becoming a Saints Happy Hour patron? We have an offer you can't refuse. Sign up, and if you don't think Saints Happy Hour is the best daily Saints podcast and you aren't having a blast chatting on our private Discord channel with other Saints fans, we will refund your money. No questions asked. If you sign up at the $10 level, you can even keep our Boost Bundle welcome gift after the refund. You have absolutely nothing to lose, so go to saintshappyhour.com and sign up today. Podcast ads are the worst, right? Everyone hates them. You can get Saints Happy Hour ad-free by becoming a patron. That's right. Patrons get access to every show ad-free. No ads ever. You also get Breaking Saints News Podcast, Saints Player Grades, early access to shows, and behind-the-scenes access. Plus, you get access to our Discord channel, where you can talk Saints 24-7 in private with other Saints Happy Hour listeners. And you get our world-famous booze bundle with four swag items. Amazing. So sign up and never have to suffer through another ad again. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com. That's SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. G'day, it's Stevic from 12 Ninja here. And look, if you like American football, you should check out Saints Happy Hour podcast. I personally know all about American football, other than it's a bunch of massive blokes wearing spandex, shoulder pads and helmets, running around with a throwing a football. In Australia, you don't throw footballs. You punch it or you kick it. And there's um, no protection. They're all naked. And there's sharks and crocodiles fired out of cannons onto the field and we all stand around and drink blood watching it but American football's your thing you know what to do Saints Happy Hour podcast stick it in your ear hole alright everybody welcome to the greatest Saints Happy Hour post game Spaces of our entire lives, the Saints pulled off a fucking miracle. That's all this was. I want to apologize to Jameis. I said some hurtful things when he was looking like dog shit and had five yards passing in the first half. I said some hurtful things about the defense. I said some hurtful things about Dennis Allen. But the Atlanta Falcons... Do what they do and blew a lead 26 to 10. The Saints come all the way back. They tried to screw it up at the end. Marshawn Lattimore had a brain fart, but they didn't. 
Dave, are you with me? We got a ton of people that want to talk. Dave, I, it's, I don't know. This is good. It's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here. Uh, hopefully, I'm. Hopefully, I sound okay. Hopefully, sound my fine. connection's okay. Okay, I'm at a, I'm at a friend's house down the street. I'm at a party. Uh, yeah, you look. Obviously, I, I love your enthusiasm, Ralph. I love it. I love the win. I love to come up with the win. Call the hotline if you haven't called the hotline That's already. Right. We want to. Uh, but. Uh, look, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. No, none of no, this. Stop it. None of I this. Wanna, I want to hear it. I want to fucking hear it. Ralph, Ralph, all of that, all of that shit that happened at the end of the game, none of that should have happened. I don't know why Jameis Winston clocked the ball immediately he he was on in third down. He, How do you not let the clock run down to three seconds? Yeah. Then you spike the ball. Then you clock it. You kick the fucking walk-off field goal, <laughs> and you go home with the win. This was terrible, hey, listen, listen. terrible clock management. This is, this I don't want to spoil. Dave. Stop, stop. I don't want to spoil the party. We <laughs> fell ass backwards into this win. We lucked Whoa. out. Listen, listen. This, this was se- a horribly September, managed game. September, horribly managed game. September is basically extended preseason. It doesn't matter how you win. No one's going to care in a month. It only matters do you win. You're right. This isn't college football. But look, tell me, look, that shit has to be cleaned up by next week. But this is that that is high school level mistakes. It was that is it's embarrassing. It is freaking embarrassing. I am happy. I am I I know my the tone of my voice may not be coming off as happy, but I am happy. I am I've been drinking all day. I played golf this morning. I came home. I'm spending time with friends watching the Saints game. That game was amazing. I mean like as far as entertainment value, this is why we pay. This is why we ignore all of the bullshit that the NFL gives us is because <laughs> on Sunday it. we it's get a- to watch this shit and we get to get taken on a freaking emotional roller coaster ride like it's Disney World. Okay? That was fun. That was a lot of Here's fun. Here's the thing but- though, Dave. Like, in 2018 they played the, the Browns had lost like 20 in a row and it took like a thousand missed field goals to win the game. It doesn't matter. It like, yes, I agree. they have to clean it up. Yes, they have to be better on up. They can't have five yards pass in the first half. Yes, they can't fall behind 26 to 10. But listen, you can fix all that. And you, you got to fix it whether you win or lose. And, like, let's let's just take a moment. We got to laugh at Atlanta. Like, Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta. Right. Atlanta and we're going to get to KB. And we're going to get to freaking about football. We're going to get to all you people. That, it's Dave, a, it's another. Gonna, it's. It's another notch on the old choke job belt for them. It is. They 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 aren't going to play this good all year. Like they're not going to. They won't. They won't play better than this all year. They, well, they'll play us again. They dominate. Well, they won't play this good. They dominated the lunch. And oh, by the way, oh by the way, if you're not a patron to Saints Happy Hour, become a patron so you can get the podcast every day. And oh by the way, join the live stream tomorrow night. I'm going to be doing it shirtless because when they were down yeah. 26 to 10, <laughs> when they were down 26 to 10, I said, if the Saints win this game, I will do it shirtless. I will do a live stream shirtless. And I am, I am nothing if not a man of my word. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to, 
I'm going to leave. You got six people. You got six fans that want to talk. I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to listening, but I'm going to leave. I'm looking forward to mon- tomorrow night when we do the live show. And I am very much now looking forward to our live show on Friday night. Uh, oh, my the stakes God. Just got, the stakes just got higher. It just got it got it just off the charts, man. My wife is running RSVP. We got like six cups left. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, the, the live show Friday at Port Orleans, <laughs> it's going to be off. It's going to be nuts. It's, it's uh, going to be I'm, Dave, thank you for reminding me. I didn't even think of that until you just brought yeah. it up. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. All right. We got we got a ton I'm of people. out of here. Love you. Who that? All right. Great win. All right. KB, freaking about football and Freddie. KB, what you got for us? This is amazing. It's just. Let's laugh at the Atlanta Falcons. Let's do oh it. Oh, my God. Let's do like, it. Let's take a minute to laugh at that pathetic-ass franchise. Oh, my like, God. It, does, it doesn't matter. The funniest thing for me is like having a ton of Falcons people on my timeline because I'm a Braves fan. And I'll be like, oh, we're good this year. See, look, we weren't stupid when we said eight or nine wins. Really? Really? Looks like you still fucked suck, dude. Like, no no urgency whatsoever. I mean, yes, our team has a bunch of issues. It was pretty I much unwalkable for half think- of it. I think they had urgency, but you are a great X's and and by the way, people, KB, it, she knows her X's and O's like as good as anybody with the Saints. She knows it. But KB, I, like we're gonna laugh at Atlanta, but I'll give them credit. Like they had a plan on defense, and they're like, we're gonna blitz the Saints, and this offensive line isn't gonna hold up, and we're gonna pants them, and they yeah. did it for three quarters. And yeah. I think what happened to them is. Their defense is trash. So they are basically running the Greg Williams. The blitz is the solution to every problem. And the thing is, when you do that, once you dial back the knob, it's really hard to dial it back up. But as coaches, you get, you get, you get, you're like, we're up six, 26 to 10. Let's not blitz. We can't let them, don't let them get any big plays. But they played passive and they gave it up anyway. Yeah. And like, I think part of their theory on that was they, Dennis Allen or Pete Carmichael specifically designed a lot of the first half so that these, the routes were mostly in that 10 to 20 yard range, right? right? And they were taken completely out of the game. It's hard to see exactly what coverage Atlanta was playing in because mm-hmm. it's cut off the camera angle, but they really, it was a non-factor and they kept getting to James over and over and over again. And there was nothing designed in that intermediate either in the backfield or in that intermediate five-yard range, right? Yeah. So they probably just figured they could do that the whole game because yep. they were – Jameis never had time to let the ball go. If That's your right. five-step drop is now an eight-step drop on every single concept, yeah. he got shook. you have problems. He got – and you know, yeah, and, and, there's no reason to even worry about your secondary coverage at that point yeah, that's because right. and, and, the ball's not going that far. That's right. And the thing is, like, Jameis like, – uh, you know, people that listen to me know, no, my Twitter feed during Saints game, it's just a stream of consciousness. I swing wildly back and forth. But I'll say this, like, Jameis was bad in the first half. Like, the offensive line was bad. Jameis was bad. The, the, the plan was terrible. Like, like, it's okay to say that. Like, and here's the thing. Michael Thomas is back. Like, he struggled. He was falling down the first three quarters. But in the fourth quarter, when it counted KB, he looked every bit the 2019 Michael Thomas. Every single bit of it. And listen. 100%. And listen, look. 
You can you the offensive line is shaky. Ruiz is still Ruiz. I thought Pete had a great block on the Taysom runs. Just to, to, to the first he did, quarter. and then he was on face down on the turf for yeah. half the game. So, um, like, I feel great. Like KB, like you fix, like look, it's the first game you won. You fix, you fix the problems. Like it's fine. Just win the game. And then yeah, I, I mean, I do have like significant concerns going forward because. I think if they start rotating and safety on Thomas, like every play, we got issues. Yeah. But if they can look, if for now we can chuck up some go balls to the boundary and <laughs> let him go get him, then amen. So let it be. And here's the th- here's the thing that we and thanks KB, we've always said this. And here's the thing I'll say about Jameis and and people in here probably want to bang on me because I was negative on him. It's true, but I have always said this about Jameis. You say whatever the hell you want about Jameis. He's inconsistent. He's a roller coaster. He hasn't lived up to the hype of the number one pick. But Jameis has the freaking talent to when you're down 26 to 10, if he gets hot, he can bring you back. Like, Taysom ain't doing that. Teddy Bridgewater ain't doing that. End stage Drew isn't doing that. Like that's all Jameis being like, okay, it's twenty six to ten. I guess I just got a gunsling, and he was on fire, freaking about football. I think this is like a top five Saints moment for me. I, I, oh, for me as well. Yeah, Juge was at the game. We're gonna have to get Juge. He's gonna have to hop in uh, here. I, I he might be dead. He might have drank himself to death. I don't know. We might need a new co-host for tomorrow. Yeah, um, let's see. I, I I'm not. I don't care about like the football stuff. Like this is just amazing, <laughs> just because like it's the Falcons and everything. But I, I'm gonna tell you, I kind of ruined for myself because when 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 the Falcons rushed four and they weren't blitzing and that and James hit like threw a pass to Juwan, I'm like, oh my god, this is gonna be the most painful loss ever because we're about to come back and lose in the most like <laughs> yeah. stupid Saints way we've ever seen. And I just kept thinking that throughout the entire game like i'm like oh they're gonna score a touchdown get the two then they're not gonna get the next one or something like that and then the, and then they ran the stupidest mark ingram direct snap bull bs on that two-point conversion oh, which that, i don't know like, what that, was. That, that was absolutely criminal that they didn't run Taysom Power. Like, Taysom Power, it's unstoppable. It was even unstoppable for Atlanta. Like, Jonathan Vilma was like, oh, Atlanta's catching on. It only got five yards that time. Like, yeah. I, I, was, I was like, what the hell are y'all doing? And I'm like, okay, this is going to be the, uh, this is gonna be tragic. And then, you know, I'm like, okay, it's going to end with the Lattimore penalty, which was complete uh, uh, BS in my oh, opinion. Man. And then, nope, we get the ball back. I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to kick a field goal and they're going to come back and win the game, they right? Stuff that thing right back to him I mean oh. freaking about football like I, I, listen I have said this uh, uh, I've said this over and over there is nothing more exhilarating than the opening week win because when you oh. win in the opening week you're 1-0 all things feel possible and listen exactly. you, you can like the Saints are you like the thing is their offense it was dog duty the first half okay fine but we saw it when it mattered they came all the way back and won the freaking game so we know there's a good offense in there fix it get better blocking get Jameis smoother on the reads get him get him better throws early I thought the plan I thought the plan to run the ball early 
was just awful. Like it, it, it just was all. It just was bad. Like Pete yeah. Carmichael, it was bad. You know? Yeah, I, I don't know. Like I think, and I'll just put one football point because I really don't want to go into football because this is because I don't really want to go over the Saints like flaws or anything but like one of the issues I think the offensive line has like obviously you know you lose Sean Payton and Sean Payton can adjust better than anyone I've ever seen yeah like he could have made like he would have made adjustments obviously you don't have Drew Brees anymore Drew Brees would have identified a free blitzer and like it got in the offensive line to pick it up or like you know gotten rid of the ball quickly but I think the other one that we're kind of missing and I know he didn't play a bunch last year i think losing teron armstead who was also a big communicator on that offensive yeah. line like that also has, has yeah, to hurt I mean, because, like, like like listen and thank thanks for you know football i gotta get to i gotta yeah. get to a bunch of people but yeah I, no no problem no, I, I think i think that's true like the offensive line like teron armstead we we, we not that we underestimated because the saints were missing him half the year but like He's a great player, right? It matters. And, like, the thing is, though, you can build up this. I don't really care about the football stuff. Like, Butterich, uh, this – or no, I want to go to Freddie first because Freddie's been waiting. Freddie, like, take your stats, your EPA, your expected yards. but Take it all and set it on fire. I, I don't care about Atlanta. it. I don't care about any of that. Who that, baby? <laughs> Look, at the end of the day, when you win a game in the way that you just won the game – you don't worry about all the things that went wrong. You just need to focus on the stuff that went right. That's right, baby. Last year, last year we don't win a game like that. <laughs> Will Lutz isn't there. Michael Thomas isn't angry catching every freaking football in the fourth quarter. We don't win that game. It just doesn't happen. This year, it happened. We won. Be happy. I don't know what kind yeah, of I bugs mean, bunny listen, water they gave game. I'm going to tell you, head. man, this might be one of those years where the Saints are just – the luckiest son of a bitch team in the world, and we're like they're thirteen and four, and their point differential they should be like eight and eight, yeah. eight nine and eight. Yeah. Like who cares? Dave over man? here you you yelling pay- about wanting to spike the ball and all that stuff. They don't yell about that, Dave. We just won. That's right. We won. Dave is such a killjoy. I want to slap him in. I want to slap him in his bald face. Is what I want to do. Listen, I, d- dude, you, I, I gotta somebody. Get the I because I can't I don't want to get on my phone now because I'm running the show. But get on the phone. I want to know the win expectancy when Atlanta was up 26. And here's the thing, Atlanta was up 20 because because it has so much happened. And thanks Freddie for joining us. So much happened right that we forgot about the Falcons were up 23 to 10 and about to put the nail in. And they fumbled. Like, the Falcons were like two plays away from wrapping it up. And they didn't, and the Saints come back and win. So, uh, th- Freddie, thanks for joining us. Budridge, what you got for me? So you want to know that percentage when the Falcons were at 26-10? Yes. 97.6. Yes! Oh, my God. My pants just got so tight. I am not going to lie. <laughs> I am not going to lie. Yeah. Like... Yeah, pretty sure Jay Burden also wanted to say, but I, I just got to it quicker than you, bro. But yeah, um, initial thoughts. I mean, some. I think James got to talk with McCoy about these blitz pickups. That's yeah. my initial thought. That's one of my initial thoughts because it just kept happening over and over. And if they just talk to each other during during pre snap, I think it fixes a lot of the mistakes. But yeah, it Michael Tom. Michael Thomas just wrap up that John Wickman where he just says, I'm back. 
And I think that just sums it up. I mean, here's the thing, man. I didn't tweet this because I was I'm, I'm trying to stay less on Twitter and play with my son to get him to love the Saints. I have my son. By the way, I haven't convert, con- convinced my son to love football yet, but I have 100% convinced him to hate the Falcons. So I'm like, I feel like I'm I'm making progress on that front. So I didn't tweet this, but it felt for like two and a half, three quarters, it felt like the Carolina game in Carolina week two last year where the Saints offensive line was just a complete dumpster fire and they couldn't, they couldn't get it together. And all of a sudden, you get it together and – it just shows you, like, like the Saints got Jarvis Landry for a song, Budridge, for nothing. No other teams wanted him. No other teams wanted him. And he did exactly what we said he would do. We said his stats wouldn't be awesome, but in big moments, he could come through and be amazing, and he was. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he had a clutch catch in the Saints' final drive. That's right. Yeah, that got them in Falcon range, and um, this was just he had a he had a really good game once. Uh, Jameis started like f- feeling himself, where he was starting to kind of get into a bit of a groove. I think I think Jar both Jarvis and Michael Thomas can be rhythm setters for for Jameis if he goes to him early. You know, tries to get a bit of a groove, and doesn't need to be these big over the top plays. You know, even these three yard hits or slants just. Something to where he can get in a groove, he can really feel himself and get in rhythm. That's right. That I want. That's what I want Jarvis to be, and I think that's what he can be. Yeah, Butteridge, thanks for thanks for joining us. Uh, we got to get to a lot of people. I think, I think we got Juge. Uh, Juge, are you there? Are you there? Can you can you can you pipe in? Or are you just listening? Zeb, greatest moment of your life. Is it? I feel like it might have been for money, like marriage, kids, Saints winning the Super Bowl. This, Zab, you there? Yes, sir. All I gotta say is shout out the big nut Lutz. That's right. First game, first game after a whole year, and he hit a game winner. And then I just want to say. Shout out to Jameis Winston. That's right. Because I said a lot of mean the things. The first three quarters was looking tough, but the way he came in and threw the ball to Landry, Olave, Thomas. Hey, first off, can we talk about that Juwan Johnson hurdle? Yeah, we can. That was crazy. So, and what I'm gonna say about this game is that it's game one, but. Feels like if you look at the past mad. years, the Saints always struggled in the first game you, of the season. Yes, yeah, right. And there wasn't even that many plays that they had in practice with Thomas no. and Winston. So they came out game one and got this win in a hard way. So I'm happy for them. Yeah. Top moment. I always like to see the Dirty Birds get their ass beat. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go on Falcoholic and just hate. Hate. Hate, hate, read, uh, foul calls. Andrew, you were there. Like, where does this rank in your in-game Saints experience? Ralph, this this game had everything. I'm, <laughs> I'm in the car, so I, I don't know how well you can hear me, but there was desperation by us as Saints fans. That's right. And by the end, we were in the concourse, and we just sat there for a while taking it in as Saints fans pol- polluted the concourse, screaming <laughs> the do chant. 
while Falcons fans exited the building, and it was just euphoric. It was unbelievable. Andrew, my mom called me right after the game and said they stole it. They stole it. This they, the Saints stole this game. They didn't deserve to win this game. They got killed for three plus quarters, and they stole it. This game, like I said, this game had everything. It everything. had the Saints playing horrible, missing field goals, failing the block, failing to throw the ball. Really, all we had for three quarters was two Taysom Hill runs. Atlanta was absolutely mauling the Saints. And, and, and yet, somehow, fashion, they choked it away, and the Saints were able to win at the end. And I, I just want to give – it was great to see Michael Thomas obviously come back and make a couple huge plays. But Jarvis Landry, man, especially that one catch. And, mm. and also, it had the refs. It had the refs trying to screw the Saints. That's even right. Even though they failed. Uh the 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 rough, the, uh, the grounding penalty on James Winston was one. Of, I I still want an explanation for that. That that one made no sense to me. At least in real time, maybe. Well, maybe here's the what it was. It, it was the clock wasn't running. You can't spike the ball when the clock doesn't run. Like he didn't he didn't see. He thought Jarvis Landry was in bounds. So that's what that was. Got it. Well, yeah. So that, and then, and then, and you know, obviously the clock had run out, but they decided to put the, the clock was at five seconds. They put it back to six. Oh, just then the clock was then the clock expired. They put it back to two, and they put fifteen yards on Marshawn Lattimore. I'll I'll just say this, Ralph. I I am done with the Peyton Turner slander. This block alone, <laughs> is no, I I would have given up three first round picks for this field goal block, and and henceforth. Peyton Turner slander is banned forever. He's on, he might he's in. We're gonna put he's in Ring of Honor, done. Ring of Honor done. Andrew, like the Saints, the the. It's weird because I, I want to say that the defense was bad, but like they made every big play that they needed to make. Twenty three ten. Atlanta's gonna shut the door and put the nail in the coffin. Honey Badger creates the fumble. They get the stop so that Atlanta has the punt. Like, they made every big play. Yeah, I mean, I, I did feel like the Falcons were going after uh, Bradley Roby a lot. Um, so, you know, obviously that was, the, that was the weak link in coverage. And then, you know, I, I will say the run defense, which is what we've always said, that's what the Saints make their hay defensively. And Patterson had a huge game, I thought, up front. They really did a poor job of stopping the run. So, I, honestly, I attribute it to the lack of time that they played in the preseason. A lot of those yeah. guys didn't play, and, and they 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 it, they were it was that was the intent was to not play those guys to avoid injury. But the downside of that is that you saw a bunch of guys looking really really rusty. So we talk about this all the time, Ralph. It doesn't matter how these look, especially early in the season. Matter. You're one to know. It doesn't matter. You get the win. And in the standings, you're one and zero now, but they have a lot to clean up. They have a lot to, but I will say this: like today, NFL Week One, it's it's insane. You're probably going to have two ties: the Colts and the Texans tied, the Bengals and Pittsburgh are about to tie. You had Eagles won thirty-eight thirty-five. The you know the Commanders won. The Browns barely beat the Panthers. The Panthers almost made as great a comeback as the Saints. You had it was it was it was bizarro. And and Andrew. Like it was we it was strange in that like we said all week we're like at Falcons fans are hoping for Saints Falcons weirdness for this game and Saints fans are afraid of it 
When it got to be 26 to 10, the roles were reversed. And we were like, we just, it just needs to get the only same shot the Saints have is this gets weird. Like we need, we need weirdness. We need a miracle. And it happened. But I, I want to say like, it was fourth. My God, when Jameis is on, he's incredible. Like it was, it was one of the damnedest things I've ever seen. Yeah, I, I don't really know how to grade him because, like, the offensive line obviously was really poor, but so was he. And I thought the location of his throws, especially a couple of the Michael Thomas, were off the mark. And so, yeah, I think you go through three and a half quarters and you're like, well, maybe three and a quarter quarters, but you, you would say Jameis played poorly and the offensive line was even worse. And then the protection got a little bit better. And, you know, they just got out of the shotgun. They got out of the shotgun and they're like, all right, Jameis, like, let's go out of the shotgun and let you sling it. And protection was good enough at that point. The, the kept Falcons dropped in the coverage maybe a little bit, but that was where you saw Jarvis Landry and, and, and Michael Thomas start to ex, ex, right. you know, expose some of the corners, and they, they played awesome. Podcast ads are the worst, right? Everyone hates them. You can get Saints Happy Hour ad-free by becoming a patron. That's right. Patrons get access to every show ad-free. No ads ever you also get breaking saints news podcast saints player grades early access to shows and behind the scenes access plus you get access to our discord channel where you can talk saints 24 7 in private with other saints happy hour listeners and you get our world famous booze bundle with four swag items amazing so sign up and never have to suffer through another ad again go to saintshappyhour.com that's saintshappyhour.com and sign up today Have you been thinking of becoming a Saints Happy Hour patron? We have an offer you can't refuse. Sign up, and if you don't think Saints Happy Hour is the best daily Saints podcast and you aren't having a blast chatting on our private Discord channel with other Saints fans, we will refund your money. No questions asked. If you sign up at the $10 level, you can even keep our Boost Bundle welcome gift after the refund. You have absolutely nothing to lose, so go to saintshappyhour.com and sign up today. I love that Pete Carmichael tried to do it by the book. He's like, okay, <laughs> I, I got this car, but I want to show everyone I'm a safe driver. We're, we're going to hand it off, we're going to give it to Camara, get three yards, stay ahead of schedule. All this shit he talked to himself all off season. I'm not the mad scientist. I'm not crazy. It's all out the window. Fourth quarter, just sling it, shotgun. He now gets what Sean Payton was trying to teach him. Just throw it out there, go crazy, have fun, <laughs> and just and same thing. Jameis too, right? Because Jameis is like, I'm gonna be careful. I'm gonna manage this offense. Gonna do that. No, 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 no. Just, it's a crazy quarterback, it's a crazy system, and I'm glad that they only spent three quarters trying to be normal, and let's just roll this for the next 16 games. Yeah, I mean, uh, and Andrew's Andrew's got to eject on us, but I, I, think, I think Eric, like, the thing is, like... You know, I don't know how many people here are, 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 are fans of, like, history and writing, but Hunter S. Thompson used to be a, a famous writer. He did a lot of drugs, uh, and he wrote he, – he did, like, gonzo journalism, they called it. But his famous thing about politicians and world events was you buy the ticket, ride the ride. And here's the thing. Like, Jameis is who he is. He's going to run hot. He's going to run cold. He's going to do it in the same game like he did today. So my thing is, you we got to just embrace Jameis for what he is. And 
let him chuck it around. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But, like, you can't make Jameis something he's not. Like, he's not going to be a high completion percentage guy. He's a he's a gunslinger, dude. That's what he does. And you just got to buy the ticket, ride the ride. Uh, Eric, thanks for joining us. Uh, who dat? Uh, who dat? Who dat? RVA, what you got for us? So my wife and I watched that entire game together, and Michael Thomas scares the shit out of both of us. <laughs> that dude is staring right through people's He's souls. A, I mean, that dude looks like he is like he was like a prisoner at Shawshank, counting down the days till he got out. And it took him a little bit, took him a little bit to get going. But then he was back and he looked every bit like the Michael Thomas, who was offensive player of the year. And listen, I think in a way, who that RVA, I think this is, this is actually sets up great for the Saints because the nerds who were, by the way, starting to take a victory lap on the Saints when they were down 26 to 10. And I was actually acknowledging that they were taking a victory lap. They're going to say, it's the Falcons. We told you the Saints offensive line was terrible. We told you they aren't any good. We told you Jameis is still Jameis. They're going to do And the Saints, even though they won, I don't think they're going to get a big test. I think Dennis Allen's going to be like, you got to clean this up. You can't be giving up runs up the middle where the, the Red Sea is parting. So I just look at the Saints team, and I feel – I feel st- I still feel good about it. I'm worried about the offensive line because I worry about Ruiz. But if Pete McCoy and Ramchek can play and be healthy and be good, I think you can manage the other parts. They did it today. Uh, we'll have to see against Tampa. We'll worry about Tampa later. Uh, who that RVA? This is one, like a top five Saints experience for me. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like this is a, this is top five for me. Uh, let's see. We got we got uh, we got Dreamo, and then we got we got Dreamo, and then we got David Dugas. Dreamo, what you got for us? Man, after watching this game, it made me appreciate Sean Payton's <laughs> second half adjustments. His second half adjustments was off the charts. Now they came back. They looked good in the second half, but they didn't look good like when Sean Payton was there. But either way. James Winston, when they put him in the tent, he went on Twitter and he must have. He, he must have been always like, God damn it, I'm coming up. That he stupid was, Ralph Marlboro with his blue check, <laughs> WWE, I'm going to make him eat some words. <laughs> I said, he I said, Dreamo, I said he when he went out, in the tent. He came out on fire, bro. I said, I said what happened was, this is for old school people, old people. I said they went in the tent, the Jameis, they took out the cartridge and they blew on it. And they held down the reset <laughs> button, put the cartridge back in, and we was good. Like that's that, they bro, don't tell, like that's what they did. That's like what they did. They the reset came, button. Like, I, uh, my son said that he must have found out he had Michael Thomas in his yeah. team. after that, he was just like Thomas, 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 Thomas. It reminded me. Better ways can we beat the Falcons? It reminded me. How much shenanigans we play against the Falcons? Oh my God, the Falcons! They never. They're, the Falcons are going to go. They're going to go three and. They're going to go three and fourteen. I'm telling you, today. Was when they were up twenty when they were up twenty three to ten, about to go up thirty to ten on the Saints. 
that's the peak of their season. It's all downhill from here. Yeah. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. We wrecked. We, we wrecked, wrecked the whole season because they had so much. They had so much confidence. They, they had did. so much confidence coming out of half. Like, oh yeah, we got this game. We got it. We got this game. That fourth quarter came around and it went out the goddamn window. <laughs> it was so good. It's so good. It can't get. I just the cackling. I can't. I, it's amazing. It, it's it's amazing. Me too. Yeah. Uh, we got BT Dub. Dave, no, we got David Dugas. David. We got David, and then Jay Boudreau. Jay Boudreau. Jay, D- David, what you got for us? <clears throat> yeah, just uh, well, well it, it was an uh, awesome game. Sorry, I'm awesome. stuttering, but uh, just like, dude, I'm just so excited. Okay, so one thing is like, uh, I think everyone underestimates the rivalry that the yeah. Falcons and Saints have. Division game. It's like division game. It's weird. It gets weird. It yeah. It's I don't know. It's always tight, especially early in the season. Yep. Um, it usually comes down to either last play or you know a one score game. It's one of those games. Um, so there was this point, and another point is like I think the Falcons have been playing their ones a lot this preseason. The Falcons look. The Falcons look like they had a meeting in like July. And Arthur Smith was like, listen, I'm going to play the freaking starters. I'm going to play y'all during the preseason. We're going re- to live tackle, and we're going to catch the Saints. And, and gonna, it showed. And we're going to catch them. And we, this is what we're going to do. We're gonna, we're going to risk injuries in the preseason. And it, it showed, during bro. training camp, and we're going to catch them. And listen. It almost, and it it almost, almost paid did. off for them. And as a, like, as a bad team that Atlanta is, like when you're not – when you're a team like Atlanta and you – like they're not winning four games this year. When you're a team like Atlanta, you can risk injuries in the preseason because Grady Jackson, okay, you had – you played him in the preseason for a quarter and a half and he blew out his knee and he's out for the year. Okay, you go from four wins to three. Who gives a damn? But when you're a team like the Saints or Tampa and all these teams, you don't yeah, want to play yeah, starters. You're putting too much on the line. And I think right. Atlanta was just – they were just better prepared. But they're the Falcons, and they do what they do, and they came from ahead to lose. Like, so, one, one last thing, if you don't mind. Um, go ahead. It looked like this point at uh, the offensive line kept getting beat, getting beat, getting beat. Uh, in the second half, it was like Eric McCoy stood up, put his foot down, yeah. started yelling out assignments to everyone. That's right. I, I have to go back and watch it. But it was like yeah. at one point, it was like enough of this shit. I'm tired of getting beat. You take him, you got him, you know, and so on. Yeah. It, it was just a Man, I mean, it could have been. I'm not sure because when Drew was the quarterback, Drew did everything. Drew did all the line calls and everything. And then when Jameis, they were like, it's going to be McCoy. But then McCoy got hurt last year and missed a chunk of time. So then it was Jameis and it was other things. So, I, and the Saints were kind of coy. They, 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 weren't, they weren't like clear of like, it's going to be McCoy, it's going to be Jameis. Like people ask Dennis Allen that. And he never really gave a clear answer. I think there's something to what you said. Like I think McCoy said, Jameis, just you just you just go throw darts to people. I'm gonna I'll, I'll handle the line. I, I swear to God, there's this one play in the second half where he stood up and he was yelling at everyone, telling them who they have. Yeah. <laughs> and he was setting assignments, man. Yeah. I, well listen it, it was amazing. And after that, dude, the line just blocked, you know, perfectly. Yeah. He had a clean pocket for the first time in the whole game. Yeah, and, and listen. Yeah. David, thanks for thanks for joining us. Listen, D- McCoy, he looked exactly like the dude that deserved the fourteen million dollars a year the Saints will be paying him. Okay, we got Jay Bud- 
Dave, Jay Bordeaux, and then Blues fan base. Jay Bordeaux, what you got for us? I'm still recovering. I'm still shaking after this whole thing. I, I could not believe we pulled off the the choke job that we did. Amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> I can't and I got to say, I couldn't believe it. And you know what? I, I'm going to say this, and I love Red Zone so much. I hate this so much because I couldn't see any of this game, mostly. Uh, I only saw, like, the big highlights of it. You sound, and, young. Like, you sound young, Jay. Why aren't you doing illegal streams? I'm old and pay for Sunday ticket and don't use no, illegal streams. But you sound no, no, young. No, no. You no, sound young. A, why, are you, why aren't you doing illegal streams on Reddit? <laughs> <laughs> because Red Zone is still good. And and after this week, we said, oh, my God, the finishes of week one has been chaotic. Week, week, week <laughs> one. Week one was freaking it but it was banana t- like <laughs> the, the nfl somewhere roger goodell is drinking a cognac and doing a line of no coke. no 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 and he's, he's like, gonna have all the bags of coke <laughs> snorting it out right now with all the drama this is happening this is amazing but- I mean this this game. I, I want we got a, we got a celebrity in here. We got Scoop Scoops. I'm gonna request you to talk. I was trying to think of like just like enjoyable batshit Saints wins. I mean, you got the Redskins in 2017. I was gonna say the Redskins. Yes, that you was got, the one. I was gonna say. You know, you got Cleveland in 2018, which was just yep. banana towns. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I mean, this game's got to be up there because thanks, Jay, Jay, for joining us. Because, yep. All right, because, take care. Because of uh, because it's Atlanta Blues fan base. What you got for us, man? After this game, uh, my anxiety was my anxiety was so high, and it's just only week one. Uh, as soon as the game was over, I went out. I bought I bought some smokes. I bought a six pack <laughs> of Budweiser. And I bought Kenny. Uh, I bought uh, raisin canes, chicken fingers. I, the emotions it. were high. It was a. I, I was like, when they got the pass interference penalty on Latimer, I was like, it's done. I'm like, I, I was ready. I was like, well, I'm going to write this column. It's going to be a eh, fun comeback. And eh, they didn't do it. But when Mariota, when he fumbled that snap, I was like, it's on like Donkey Kong. So, Blues fan, did you see? things today and i want to get to skooks did you see things today that have you as we take just a second away from the fun did you see anything today that makes you worried that your prediction for 2022 might not be accurate even though we had this amazing win today um i just i think it's just probably what a lot of people think it's just you know that that first half right there where everybody was just kind of on on edge uh, a little nervous coming into the game i uh, that that's what that's what scares me. I feel like we have the talent. Obviously, we showed it in the second half. I, we have the talent to be a good team, and, and uh, you know ha- to have that adversity just right there. It shows it. So I think ex- you know exposing our own adversity and our skill in that second half, kind of realizing like, oh wow, we are we really are a good team. We really do have a lot of talent, and I hope we can just carry that through. So yeah, that that first half was making me nervous for the rest of the season. But I think showing that adversity in the second half will kind of bring out the confidence and the That's right. the re- realization for the team. Yeah. Thanks. Blue, thanks. Blues fan base. Skooks, you're old like me. Uh, I was trying to put this in perspective. Washington, 2018, San Diego, 2015. Like this is a, like, this is one of the great saints moments of a regular season ever. I think. Yeah. I was thinking about that Washington game you just mentioned, but, uh, 
the uh the first of all I, i'm a little late getting in here i want I, I don't know if anybody said this already but the only thing i'm really disappointed in today is that we didn't spot him 25 i uh, know oh my god if it had been 20 if it had been the 23 if it had been like 28 to 3 we'd all be deceased but thing is skooks this is like this is atlanta's nightmare like they they blow close games but here's the thing and i said this during the week like Last year, they were 7-3 and three in one-score games. And I was like, <laughs> they were kind of a 7-10 and 10 fraud. And I was like, if they regress, they're going to be terrible. But, like, here's the thing with Atlanta. Like, it's got it's got to – it's got to – for them, it's got to hurt more. Not just that they lost to the Saints, but it was 23-10, to 10 and they had first and goal. And then we're going to go up 30 to 10. And listen, if it's 30 to 10, that game's it's done. Good night. Say good night, Gracie. It's over. So like I can't imagine their pain. I'm going to enjoy, I'm going to drink it in later after I write my <laughs> column, after I get this posted. I'm going to drink in their pain. I'm going to go to the alcoholic and I'm just going to drink it in because I'm a bad person. No, no, that's exactly right, Ralph. I mean, I think like you were already in their heads. It's week 1 and we're in their heads now. And I got to tell you, the thing that I've been saying like I've been saying, oh, they're going to win eight games. They're going to win maybe six games at the worst. But, like, the reason I've been kind of on that, like, not-so-optimistic kick this offseason is that, like, I feel like, you know, the thing – I mean, they're, they're a fine roster. They're not perfect, but they're fine. But they I – w- I didn't know that they, they would have the swagger anymore, right? Yeah. And I just thought, oh, you know, we can't win games by just, like, being a little bit better than people. We have to be complete not-so-assholes about it. And until this, I was like, you know, that's not going to happen. But, you know, here we are. We're in the Falcons' heads again. And, and so it could be fun. Like, here's the thing. Like, some years they have that team that is like a 500 team. And they go – they win 12 games. Like, remember, I think it was 2015, the Raiders with Derek Carr. They went like 12 and 4. And he broke his leg the last year, so the last game of the year. So they didn't do anything in the playoffs. But I want to say their point differential was like they gave up as many points as they scored. And they should have been 8-8, eight and eight, but they were 12-4 and because they had games where, like, the Saints were beating them by two touchdowns and they come all the way back and win. Like, they just pulled games out of their ass repeatedly all year long. And here's the thing. Like, it sounds crazy, and I, I know people think – and I'm one of these people. I don't think momentum is a real thing, but I do think confidence is a real thing. And maybe it's just one of those years, Skooks, where – the Saints are going to be in these roller coaster games all year long. And instead of the same feeling that we have, like, oh, God, it's the Saints. It's going to be dread. It's going to be disaster. We're just going to be like, I don't know how they're going to win this game, but they're going to fucking win this game. Like, it's we're going to, like the whole season is going to be dot, dot, dot. And then a miracle happened. And it's just going to happen over and over again. I would love it. Um, but it, I, like, I, I'm just, I'm just you four. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go on channel four, and I'm not taking any shit from Paulson this week. Tomorrow, <laughs> I'm not taking, any, I'm not taking any shit from Paulson. You got that, you get that on record. You get him, Ralph. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> thanks, Cooks. Thanks for joining us, Travis. Yeah. What you got for us, Travis? What you got for us? 
Yeah, I got to turn my mic on. Okay. There you go. So just to kind of clarify for you stat nerds, it's the 10th greatest comeback point-wise in Saints history. The one game that you probably didn't think about, but it was the second half, that Dolphins game. Oh, yeah, Super yeah, Bowl. the Dolphins game. But Dol- the one thing – game, Cincinnati game, 87. Yeah, the, the one thing that I was thinking, though, is can you imagine a year ago – Trying to make the comeback with the fucking receivers we have, oh, having done. having Callaway and and you know, can you imagine Callaway trying to make Man, a catch like here. Landry get did there? I, get out it, of it's here amazing what what one year a difference can oh make. Oh my god, for those guys, get out of here! And by the way, the nerds, the nerds, Travis, they went from total victory, about to do a victory lap, to totally defeated because they basically said, "Why are the Saints giving all these draft picks up for Olave? Why are they signing signing Jarvis Landry, giving up?" picks and everything hit and we're one to know and the nerves the nerds can go play in traffic and the, the final point i want to make to kind of keep the train rolling is you know the you know selfishly i'm going to the game next week and second quarter i'm thinking fuck man i mean the atmosphere is just going to be dead we're going to have to you know really get things going can you imagine now how crazy it's going to be because you know that the saints are going to tee it up with some memes of the comeback this past week right. and get the crowd going. I am so fucking excited for next week now. I mean, who fucking dat, man? I mean, thanks, thanks, Travis. The, the live show, by the way, if you if you have an RSVP for the live show, you still got time. Uh, we still got some couples, but join us. We are going to have an insane time at Port Orleans. The fun starts at 7. Kevin's flying in from St. Louis. Andrew's flying in from Virginia. Dave's going to be there. I'm going to be there. My wife got us a freaking stage. We got Andrew from Sports Drink running the audio. We're going to have trivia. We're going to have giveaways. We're going to have, we might even have story time with Andrew's dad. It's going to be amazing. By the way, support the freaking podcast, please. Try us out. I know I got like 400 of you people listening right now. Try out the podcast. Go to saintshappier.com. Sign up for $7. Try us for a month. If you don't like it, I will refund every dollar you spend. Just try us for a month. I promise you we're having fun. Okay, we got BTW, and then we got Bill, Bixie, and then we got Dylan. BTW, what you got for us? What's going on, Ralph? How you I doing? I apologize to Jameis Winston. People on Twitter went, but he was bad for three quarters. What do you want me to say? No, he, was, he was awful. I got drunk. I said some mean things. I'm sorry. No, you know what? Don't be sorry. At the end of the day, he didn't <laughs> play well, and, and a lot of people – like they wanted to shit on him, but the offensive line was god awful at the beginning yeah. as well. Like it was everything. So, it, it was it wasn't just him. It was everything. Like it was a it was and, a and system I, meltdown. Yeah, and I was trying to tell people this is Atlanta Super Bowl. They know they're not going right. to playoffs. So like this is they they planned for this. They were ready to go. The thing that scared me in this game, and it actually is something that they have to address. I really hope we go out and get Sue because right right now we can't stop the run in any kind of situation. Even when we it's a clear it's going to be a run, we couldn't stop the run. Cordell Patterson's not a top five running back in this in the NFL. So if we have a, if we have problems stopping the run, teams are going to be able to control well, box I, against I us. think I think and I tweeted I tweeted it this morning BTW. I said we're going to get a lot of re- I don't know how exactly how I worded, but I was like Atlanta's going to run the going to run the read option against the Saints to death. We've seen it. The Saints struggle yeah. with it all the time. And listen, the read option for whatever reason it it it's like kryptonite to the Saints. Like Philly I mean, they won today, and they might be good. But the previous two years, they were awful. Jalen Hurts in his first first start ever cooked the Saints. Like they struggle in the read option because I really think, besides Cam Jordan, who's just a great all around player, I really think the read option. When you look at the Saints' defense, especially on the front, the Marcus Davenport, Onyemata, Shy Tuttle, 
I really think it stunts their aggressiveness, right? Because you got to contain, you got to watch yeah. this. It, and I think it really, it's sort of like boxing where styles make fights. I think the read option just kills the Saints. Like, I, I think, like, like you're going to get to Tampa next week and you're going to see the brick wall of the running game again because fucking Tom Brady ain't reading, he ain't running a read option. Yeah, you know? and so, that, that's going to be good for us with our defensive yeah, line. So, I do want, I want to end with this one point because I know like, I got to go get ahead. out of here. You gotta go. But um, watching how well we did in the secondary today against Kyle Pitts, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and Drake London got off at the end a little bit, but we did a really good job in the secondary. When we get a Debo back and move Roby back to the slot, I have a feeling like that secondary is going to look even better. Oh, totally. You know, listen, Adebo is a real they, – they really like Adebo. And by the way, by the way, the people that are giving me crap for Jameis Winston, I will 100% I'll eat it. He was terrible for three quarters. I doubted him. He got us to win. But I will also say a lot of those same people been mouthing off all summer. Oh, Quan Alexander, they shouldn't have let him go. P. Warner was better. P. Warner's no good. How could you let Quan Alexander? They should have paid him. They should have kept him. P. Warner today, 11 unassisted tackles, a tackle for loss, and he forced a fumble. He was tremendous. And the Saints, I love Quan. He's a good player. But the Saints said P. Warner's our other linebacker next to Demario Davis. And the Saints were right. So give him credit there. All right. Dylan, what you got for us? Well, that was that was just the best Saints win in so long. Oh, that was amazing! It was amazing. That was better than better than better than sex, better than drugs, better than money. It was is amazing. Uh, It was amazing. What was what was the I mean, what was the 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 last time we had a great win like this? I mean, we needed this so bad. I mean, like I'm trying to think of like I'm trying to think of like the last time the Saints just just like straight up. Stole a football game. I mean, let's be real. Like this, uh, uh, maybe, maybe Texans week one. Oh yeah, that's the last. That's the last Saints home game I've seen them win. Actually, I think I'm. A, I think my losing streak is at about five. Um, Man, that that that's uh, the Texans game. The Texans. The Texans game was weird though because. Like the the madness happened at the end where you thought the Saints had control of it. They bust the coverage. Kenny Stills catches a touchdown with like ten seconds left. Drew Brees makes a miracle happen. So that game was like really, it was weird. It was like back and forth. So you kind of stole it, and it was a theft, but it wasn't a it wasn't a theft like this was a theft. You know. I mean, I mean, look, <laughs> I don't care what happens after this game. I mean. That was just the just to beat Atlanta like that in Atlanta. I I don't know how you can top it. I, I mean, I don't yeah, know. the foil. I mean that that was just awesome. I'm it, on cloud nine. It, right it, now, I mean, man. like thanks for joining us, Dylan. I don't know, yeah. like how you like the thing is because it's Atlanta, it makes it so much better. But and I've said this on the podcast a bunch of times. I believe it. Like the Atlanta, they're never. Their season is never going to be as good as it was when they were had twenty. They were had 20, 23 to ten and had first and goal in, inside the ten. Uh, Bill Bixby, what you got for us? What's going on, good brother? What are, you're a Tampa fan, right? Yes, and Bill O'Brien got me drunk yesterday watching him <laughs> mess up he Alabama. Went Phil, he what? went Phil. He went Phil full Bob yesterday. <laughs> oh God! But yeah, I'm a Bucks fan, but. You know, I'm a fan. You know, I keep stuff real. I was actually proud of Jameis today because 
in years past, he would have tried to get it all back at one time, and that was a bunch of picks. And I remember he was telling a story about Drew Brees saying, I think it was that Raiders game where they lost. And he said, you don't supposed to get it all back at one time by the process. Yeah. And, and you saw the process. Even the shots he took at the end of the game were actually good plays. Yeah, like you and, uh, when, when it got to be 26 to 10, like – Jameis was aggressive. He was brilliant. Yeah. But, Bill, there was never a throw where you were like, oh, my, what are you doing, Jameis? Like, it was just he saw it. He made it. And listen, like, here's the thing with Jameis. It's going to be a roller coaster. Like, I have embraced what Jameis is. He's going to be up. He's going to be down. I think the Saints roster is good. But here's the thing that matters. The team – a hundred percent believed in him. They believed in him before today, but now after today, they're like Jameis is Jameis is our dude. Jameis is our quarterback, and it matters. Yeah. Like winning games like this, it matters. It just does. Uh, and one thing also is, I'll say this: you know who else is a roller coaster? Joe Burrow. He's always <laughs> and they made the Super Bowl last year. I said so. I, uh, I said it in Cincinnati, people, and thanks, Bill, because we got to get to other people. I, they, 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 they had, they had a bunch of Cincinnati people jump at my mentions, and I love Joe Burrow, 2019 LSU, him and Ed Ogeron, Jamar Chase, all of it. It was forever. But I told him, I said, listen, Cincinnati, you ain't that much better than the Saints. You were 10 and seven. You got hot in the playoffs. All credit, but it took Mahomes collapsing and Tannehill melting down for you to get to the Super Bowl, Cincinnati. They're not like a 13-win team. They're not like the Bills. And Cincinnati people got in my mansion. You know, so we'll see. Like, the di- here's the thing, man. In the NFL, the difference between – well, you know, you got the 17 games. The difference between seven wins and ten wins is like a flip of a coin. But I'll tell you, you win games like today. You know, last year, remember when the Saints played the Giants? And they were up ten. They were about to go up and – Peyton does this stupid thing where he throws, Taysom throws the interception. The Giants come all the way back. Saints miss the playoffs by one game. We're like, God, stupid Giant game. You're up against the freaking you. You're beating the Giants. You had them up. You're up ten. If you just beat the freaking Giants, you go to the playoffs. At the end of the year, we might look back at this Atlanta game and we'll be like, Whoo, boy, remember when we stole that game from the Falcons and that got us to buy an NFC South Division Champs T-shirt. Oh, we, that gives us a buy. Like, it matters, man. So, here we go. We got ECIV. What you got for us? Hey, I, I don't know if y'all if y'all have uh, seen this, but or if y'all talked about this already. Dude, Taysom owns the fucking Falcons. He does. Oh, my God, he does. He owns the fucking Falcons. I don't, I don't understand what it is. He's, he's an okay player outside, but when he plays the Falcons, he's, like he's a, a totally different animal. He's like – Taysom, when he plays, like, if you just put on Taysom first the first versus the Falcons, ECIV, you would be like, Sean Payton was 100% right. He is the next goddamn Steve Young. Like, if you oh, yeah. if you was only Falcons games, it is incredible. And he was he was our only offense. In, he, in was the first he was it for he three quarters it. plus. He was it. And, and I'm just sitting here like, I, so I, first off, I was it, it was weird that I didn't that at Carmichael kept using him in those same uh, stretches as quarterback. 
Um, and then he doesn't do it in the two-point conversion. Going. I wanted to strangle right. Carmichael. I was like, it's the biggest play of the game. The one play we know the Falcons can't stop. And you try to get cute with a quick snap to Ingram. Like, what are you doing? Right. Line up Taysom in the Taysom power and run that. And just let him pull I was, was going to kill him, you know. But, but I, that, that was what I found really surprising. It's, it's also, the line has got to get better. It's incredible. Thank, thanks, EC, for joining us. All right. We got no uh, Scott. Are you gonna? You gonna? If you have me on this week, Scott Prather from uh, ESPN Lafayette. Scott, you have me on this week. You're gonna have to have a 15 second delay because I'm not coming down off a of cloud nine until like Thursday. I I'm still processing everything because I, 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 I like my my daughter. I'm coaching her soccer team, and so I had to do the whole record the game, turn my phone off. So I'm. You guys are still an hour ahead of me. I, I finished that game <laughs> about still, 15 oh minutes God. ago. My kid was worried about me. But, like, I, why did Atlanta stop blitzing? I don't know. Like, I, what, I don't what know. What's that? What, I, mean, I don't know. When like, they blitzed like, the one time, like, late, it, like, you know, Jameis struggled. Like, they could I know it was a hurry-up, but, like, at some point, if you need to call a timeout or do something to adjust, and I'm like, look, if they're not going to blitz, just, just – slice them and dice them. And, I mean, uh, uh, the thing is for Atlanta that was so surprising to me, Scott, is I get like you might be like, okay, let's let's ease off the dial. But once the Saints hit a couple of plays and it was still 26 to 10, you got to go back to the blitz, man. That's what got you there. And the thing is, like if I was a Falcon fan and it got to 26-18 and they blitzed again – and the Saints pick it up, say Kamara picks up the blitz, and the Saints hit Olave for like a 70-yard bomb. I'd have been upset, but I'd have been like, "We did. that's what, what we did all do? game. What are you going to do? What are Correct. we, we going to do? do? It got I mean, us here. When, 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 we we tried to keep the – Ralph, the first, the first uh, Thomas touchdown drive, four plays. It was like, incredible. what was it, 90 yards? It 90, was incredible. Like, four plays. And you're going to come out on the next drive and do the same thing? It was amazing. I don't know how many times I thought the game was over today. I did. And I, I thought I, it was – when, when they got it. the penalty, when oh, the Lattimore got the penalty, I was like, ah, it's done. It's a wrap. It was wrap. And they didn't, even, they didn't even show the flag on the field, so I was like, what's going on? Um, I'm not – like, I'm not worried about all the Saints' problems because here's the thing. Either their problems will get fixed and they'll be really good and we'll have a really fun year – or they won't get the offensive line fixed. They won't get the running game fixed. And they'll be like 7 and 10, 8 and 9. But, like, it's much more fun to fit. You know, remember in 2018, they came out. They lost to Tampa. They, they got lucky Cle- against Cleveland. They, they stole they, it against Cleveland. They, they, go, to Cleveland. Make a, they go to Atlanta. Field. The defense gets torched again. But Drew Brees is out of his mind. They win in it's overtime. They go to the Giants and win, but the Giants are terrible. They go to Baltimore, get roasted again, and it takes a miracle missed extra point. And then Sean Payton is like, told Mickey Loomis, go get me a freaking corner. They got Eli Apple, who was actually good the rest of the year for the Saints. But, like, the 2018 Saints, they didn't get rolling and become a juggernaut until, like, mid, like, early November. But you just pile up these wins, pile up these wins. For the first time ever, too, Saints won four season openers in a row. In a row. In a row. I mean, that, 
I'll take it, Ralph. I'm still processing everything, but I, I just, I can't understand. I mean, it's hilarious that Atlanta just decided to stop blitzing. It's a, I mean, they, they almost equaled their entire sack total from a season they ago, had 18 and then sacks. In, in, in like three quarters, and they then had, they decided, yeah, we'll just yeah, stop. They we'll just had stop. 18 sacks the entire 2021 yeah. season. They had four sacks in at the quarters. beginning of the second half. They sacked yeah. Jameis on the opening drive, like or the second drive. You know, I just like it's amazing that that Atlanta was so immaculate and perfect for three quarters with their plan, the execution, everything, and then in the ex in the fourth quarter, like they just completely and utterly fell apart, and it's hilarious. And I, I, Huda, it was Huda. great. I'll it never was. forget Thanks, this. Scott. One. Thanks, Scott. Thanks, for joining us. Okay, we're only gonna go a couple more minutes. I got, I got intensive. I got intensive purposes. Intensive purposes, what you got for us? Hey, Ralph. Sorry for the silly uh, Twitter name. My name's Nick. Uh, no, go ahead, Nick. Oh, my God. Buy the ticket, take the ride, right? That's right. Uh, That's it. That, oh, you know, I'm struggling. I'm a lifelong fan, a little bit uh, old like you, and I can't think of anything. Yeah, Washington in 2018, maybe because it just, you know, <laughs> felt crazy coming down to the end, but... Uh, Man, nothing like today. And I know you're not a big believer in momentum, but I I think that if we hadn't won today, yes, the discussion in the locker room is like, okay, we saw how bad we can be. We saw how good we can make it, but we got a ton to fix. And I just think, God, that win just means so much I mean, to everybody. It go, it go, you, go, you, go from, you go from like once, once the Saints – kicked the field goal and, and they went ahead 27-26, the loss would have been crushing. Like, you know, yeah. like... If exactly. they, oh, it was, you know, it was like, crushing for me. I prepared myself to ahead, lose all game. If yeah. they never would have got ahead in the comeback, would have been like, eh, you know, they couldn't get off the field. They kind of stunk for three quarters. They know that's what you get when you when you stink it up for three quarters and have five passing yards and a half. And like, that's what you get. But like once yeah. Lutz hit the field goal... It was like, we got to win. And by the way, full credit to Lutz because the great Nick Underhill said, he's like, after Lutz missed the field goal to make it 10-3, Nick Underhill was like, you know, Lutz is kind of garbage. He, he's missing kicks. He's missing a couple kicks and warm-ups. And he made that field goal that was like low trajectory. And I was like, yeah. Ugh. But, man, the thing is, like, you look at the Saints and it you can make the argument – it literally is as simple as we got our offensive player of the year back and we got our, 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 our incredible kicker. Like we got those two things back and now we're winning again. Hey man, I can't be more happy for Michael either today. Mm. Uh, just, you know, it, it felt like it was going so wrong as a reunion and ended so right. And you could see it in his yeah, eyes like, and you could see it in everybody else around him. No, I think people were happy. For I think Saints fans are happy. For and the thing is with him, is I think NFL players, even great ones, I don't have the list in front of me. Maybe Travis Webb, the great researcher and writer for Canal Street Chronicles, could pull this up. The list of guys that miss basically two full years and come back, like they don't come back and be good. Like it doesn't happen. Like your body, like when you miss two years, it means your body's kind of wrecked and you're never going to be that good again. But Michael Thomas, like, we don't know how it's going to go the rest 16 weeks. But, like, today, 
he looked like that dude. And the thing is, like, the Saints are going to get better. And, you know, other teams will look at this Atlanta film and be like, okay, we're going to blitz the Saints. We're going to go do this. But you know what? The Saints, they're smart. Pete Carmichael's smart. Kamara's smart at Blitz Pickup. You're going to have teams that are going to blitz the Saints and they're going to pick it up. The Saints are going to pick it up and they're going to gash them. So, you know, it's just this is the kind of win. This is the kind of win where last year when they went to Tampa, right? And they go to Tampa and they're six and seven and they're playing Taysom and Sean Payton's got the Rona and we're like, ah, they're going to go to Tampa. They're 11 point underdogs. This is, we're playing Taysom. We have no receivers. This is going to get ugly. And the Saints go and they win nine, nothing. And it was glorious. And I was completely, utterly drunk like I am now. And we just reveled in it. These are the kind of wins, man, that it just, like, if your Saints fan, fandom is like a charger, it, like, charges you up, and it just makes you be able to be a Saints fan for life. Like, these are the, this is why people in New Orleans sacrifice for tickets. I know it was a, I know it was a road game, but this is why people don't go on vacations. This is why people don't going to Mardi Gras parade. This is why people don't do a lot of things and they save up for them Saints tickets. But Saints fans is one of the last fan bases where it's really blue collar and it's really a bunch of middle class people and it's kind of people that maybe can afford the tickets, maybe they can't, but they love the Saints. This is the kind of game where you're like, hell yes. It is worth the one, two grand I'm spending. It's worth it because I'm going to go to the Dome next week and the Saints are going to be 1-0 and and we're going to go for the fifth straight regular season win against Brady. And you get in that Dome and you're like, this is why we do all this stuff. This is why we make sacrifices. This is why we love this team. This is why we wait all year for this. Like, this is as good as it gets and it just makes me so happy to have so many of you people in here. And I want as many of you people to join us at the live the live event Friday, Port Orleans. We're going to have, we might even have some surprise guests. We got a ton of stuff. I'm telling you, it's going to be freaking amazing. And also, while I got you here, please support Saints Happy Hour. Just try us out for a month. We invest almost everything you guys give us we're invested in in the live show for the stage for the sound for the plane ticket for kevin to get in get into town we invested in thomas to produce the show like we basically built a saints fan community and we're like as long as you guys support us we're gonna build it and make it as fun and as ridiculous as we can. So I'm just saying, I'm asking you, go to saintshappyhour.com, sign up for a month, give us a try. I promise you, you are going to love us. We're the best. And guys, thank you so much for joining us. Again, Jameis, I said some hurtful things. I'm sorry. You're the best. I'm ready for the full Jameis, whatever happens all year long. Guys, the Saints beat the Falcons. They were down 16. They looked dead as a corpse they rose up (laughs) and they won that was amazing enjoy the rest of your sunday and don't forget see us on the live stream tomorrow night on twitch i will be doing the show shirtless i'm a man of my word who dat and we will see you then